Hi everyone and welcome to Keep In Mind. I'm James. And I'm Peter. Wherever you are in your journey of following Jesus, we want this to be a place where you discover truth to keep in mind. We're so glad to have you with us. Now let's listen to God's truth for us today. Our reading for today is from James chapter 3 on the topic of taming the tongue. And we're going to look at verses 3, 4, and 5 in chapter 3. And they read like this. We, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs, so also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Now, James uses a couple of metaphors or illustrations here to drive his point home. His point is really simple, and that's watch out for the power of words. Look at what your tongue can do. But he begins by using the uh, illustration or the metaphor of, of a bit that goes into the mouth of a horse. Now, horses are incredibly strong. When I was a kid, I remember cycling up to the place where my mum and dad grew plants at their plant nursery. And along the way, there was this paddock where horses were kept. And I rode my bike right up to the edge of this fence, picked up some grass uh, in order to feed to the horses, uh, and then one of these horses kind of trotted over. And you know what you have to do? You have to hold your hand out flat with this nice green juicy grass on your hand, and, and the horse would then stick its head through the fence and then eat the grass from my hand. Now, as the horse was doing this one day, its, its harness around its head got caught on the handlebars of my bike, and then the horse panicked. Now, I was standing between my bike and the fence, so that meant I was pinned by this panicking horse. Now, I wasn't injured at all, but the horse's strength in pulling the bike as it panicked was something I will never, ever forget. I don't know how I got away uninjured from this, but the horse's power was it left a mark on me. Those things are stronger than we think. And yet James is saying here, look, we control these really strong horses by this tiny little bit of metal in its mouth that can direct the, the course where, where, this, where, this horse is, where this horse goes. And he says, look, the same is true for a boat. You see how big those things are? And it's that tiny rudder on the back that controls the direction of these things. And the same is true today with some of the biggest boats in the world. You think about some of those giant super tankers that come into the port of Felixstowe. Those things are moved around by a rudder at the back. They're tiny, but they're able to do so much. Tiny things like rudders and bits in the mouths of horses change the direction of these things. And, and the same is true for words he's saying. He's like, do you realize words are so small and yet the power that is in a word Never underestimate it, reader. Now, maybe we know this to be true in our own lives, that you've seen the power of a word and how it can change the trajectory of your own life. I, I can remember when I was uh, studying um, at Bible school in Chicago, and it was in the first term that I was there, and I went down into the library to write my very, very first paper. 
Now, <laughs> I've said before, I, 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 didn't, I didn't do much homework while I was at school. So this was a new experience for me, actually sitting down in a library and doing some work. And, and as I sat there, I just found myself not even to, being able to get past the first sentence. And I couldn't figure out why. I got so frustrated. I, I took a break and then I got coffee and I came back down again and I tried to write again. But I just couldn't do it. and I couldn't work out why. So I went on this long walk in this kind of internal wrestle with myself. What is wrong with me? And all I could hear in my head were the words of a teacher many, many, many years before. And all I could hear was, you're stupid, James. You're stupid, James. I thought, this is really weird. Why am I hearing this voice? It, it was a teacher way back uh, when I was about five years old. She treated me and a lot of other people in my class terribly. And some of the words she used were along the lines of, you're stupid, you can't do this, what do you think you're doing? And I didn't realize the kind of impact that their words had had on me. That for some reason in the back of my head on that broken record that goes round and round, her, her, her words were repeating. And they had affected my life in ways that I didn't realize and they were now coming to light in my early 20s. I couldn't believe how the power of those small words to me as a kid had changed the way that I worked and thought about myself. Maybe you know this to be true in your own lives, and, and you have to really pick through some of these words and preach the gospel of God's grace into those pains in order for that kind of an identity to be changed. But do you see the power of words? Well, that's exactly what James is saying. Do you see the power of words? Can you see how much latent, explosive power is within these words. Now, we see from this that then, if they're powerful, then words can either do good or they can do bad, right? You can, you can use something powerful for good and to bring life into the world, or you can use something powerful to bring hurt and death and, and sin into the world. It's kind of like nu nuclear power, isn't it? You know how nuclear power works? It's you can either use uh, nuclear power for good, i.e. harnessing it for energy and uh, powering uh, loads and loads of homes from one power station, or you can use nuclear power to take away tens, if not hundreds of thousands of lives. Well, isn't that true for words? They're so powerful. The question is, what are you going to do with them? Are you going to use them carefully? Or are you going to be brash and abrasive with your words? Are you going to use your words to bring the life of Christ into the world? Or are you going to perpetuate the cycle of sin and death that we see so often in our world around us? James is encouraging his reader to think carefully about the use of words. Do you see that they are powerful? Question for you today. How are you going to use your words? Are you going to use them to bring the life of Christ? Are you going to use them to bring the life of Christ to your family? to your spouse, to your kids, to your neighbours, to your friends, over emails, over texts, in your phone calls. How are you using your words? James's warning is they're powerful. But let's pray. Lord, please help us to use our words in a way that honours you. Help us to bring the life of Christ with the powerful words that we know can change the lives of others. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Keep in Mind is a ministry of Bradfield and Ruffham Baptist Church. To find out more, visit 
brbaptistchurch.com. 